Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there who are taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo. Over in Tupelo, be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Morgantown. That would be a little weird. Yeah. Sturgis area? Yes. I wonder if they burn couches in that Morgantown. I don't think so. You don't think? There's just a bunch of Morgans there. Is it really what it is? Yeah. Okay. There, there, there are a lot are they, of Morgans. Are they big Warren Central fans? Well, they're kin to... to I'm sure they are, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. It, I, I'm, I'm not learning. Sure I didn't know any of this. All right. Yeah, Josh, Rob, and Brett... Like yes, I know them. Their family is yeah. their connected too. to that. Yeah, to that connected. Family. Well, related. Okay, yeah. well, so they're, they're connected. Yes, they're Friends the of family. Ours? Well, I mean, it. I mean, it could be. Yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, they they've run their own town. It's true. It's true. They're a glorified crew. But yes, there's a lot of Morgans. I know of several of them. Okay. Well, you learned. Are there a lot of Craig's and Craig Springs? Well, I don't know. A lot of Bradleys and Bradley. Could be. I don't know. Or if you're in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Careful with that drink. Well, it's got a top on it. I'm a child now. I brought in a cup with a top. I brought a sipping cup. That's right. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And each click, each time you buy something, that's a supporting. That's a supporting. That supports the Bulldog Initiative. You know, it, it's, it might be good that I spilt that because yeah. this area right here has never been cleaner. Yeah. Because I, I got the Clorox out, well, and, and wiped it up. We, uh, our, our buddy Sebastian uh, was cleaning up the office today. So he's been in there. He took out the trash. He swept the floor. He smells clean in here. Well, that was nice. He was going to mop, and then I showed up. And he's like, well, crap. We might as, we might as well just wait. Yeah. He's, when, he, when he found out I was actually, I'm actually off today, Yeah. he was like, oh, you're going to be gone? Yeah, I can do it later. So. He got the whole place to himself. He really does. So much room to do activities now. So much room for activities. That's right. But yeah, I definitely uh, I got a good deep clean of this desk yeah. last night after I got the you Clorox spilled out. your tea on it there. Yep. Pip Printing and Signs, they also support the Bulldog Initiative and they do it in an incredible way. Guys, if you own a business, you already spend money on printing. So what I'm about to talk to you about, I'm not asking you to spend any more money than you're already spending. I just want you to talk to the guys at Pip Printing and Signs, find out what they can do for you, how they can make something work for your business. And then when you make that that deal with them, 10% of whatever you're spending goes straight to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. Again, normally I do these ads, I'm asking you to buy something. Buy something from College Corner. Buy something at Restaurant Tyler. Here, I'm just telling you, you don't have to buy anything extra. Just spend the money you're already spending, and that money is going to get back to the Bulldog Initiative. That's what's going to happen when you deal with our friends at PIP Printing and Science. Call Camden Baker, 601 499 
5216. Or you can just visit them online, pipregion.com, get an idea of what they can do for your business. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. Now I am going to ask you to buy something. I'm going to ask you to buy some new polos, some new pullovers, some new T-shirts, some new hats. We're getting the banner M out, and we're bringing the state script in. And that's just the way that it's going to be. And if you don't like it, well, there's two things you can do. Nothing and like it. Okay. Yeah. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you're going to learn to love it. Because so it is the you best can either thing going like today. it or like it. Is yeah, what you said. That's basically what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, makes so. sense. I just you know, you, your other option is shut up. The the math adds up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, one plus one does equal two in this instance. So head over to College Corner, two <clears> locations <throat> to serve you in the Jackson area: Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Florida by the Half Shell, or you can shop online collegecornerstore.com. I'm in a good mood today. It's day off, fixing head to wrestling. Yeah. So. I'm feeling it a little bit today. I'm feeling my oats. Going to eat food, have some bro time. Have, we might have a whole meal of food, yeah. So, we're going to get a 10-bell salute tonight, too. You think well, so? We'll, uh, we'll get, let, me, let me finish the read. Okay. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com. You can find out more information about the location nearest you and find out what great financial services they offer. And you're going to be surprised. Because you think you know a small community bank like this maybe can't can't do everything you need to do financially. You're wrong. They have all those services that the big corporate banks offer, but they offer that same personal touch, that service that you get from a local business. That's a big difference to me. I know it will be for you too. Again, PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Find the location near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Yeah, this is the first dynamite since not only Virgil died today, mm-hmm. but Ole Anderson. That's right. So we will definitely get a 10-bell salute tonight. Yep. So and one of the Minnesota Wrecking Cure members. Well, you know, Arn is on the roster at AEW, so he'll, he is. He'll, he'll probably – he might even say something. He might have something to say. I was so. never a huge Ole fan. I don't think many See, people like, were. Yeah, like, to me, the, the, the horsemen in their prime are the Barry Wyndham edition. Yes. But Ole is the, you know, the original guy. Yeah. So, all right. I, I gave you some homework. When we when last we met, which uh, was uh, twelve hours ago, um, I said I wanted to talk about Josh Hubbard, and is he the greatest freshman to ever play at Mississippi? Now we're only talking red, true freshman, right? Yeah. Redshirt freshman, irrelevant. I came up with three other names that I'm going to throw at you. Number one is Victoria Vivians. Okay. All right. I got one for each sport. Mm-hmm. Vivians led the team in scoring. Every year she was at State, but her first freshman year, she led the team in scoring. Took the team back to the NCAA tournament. Got them into the second round. And I think I think with Victoria Vivians, it's more about her recruitment, right? Like, that was a key player in the state. She was the best player in the state of Mississippi, one of the best players in the state of Mississippi's history. Yeah. And her signing with Mississippi State was kind of like the signal that big things were about to start happening in Starkville. But then she delivered. From day one, she averaged 15 points per game. Really good player. The numbers alone are good. Are, are right there. They're, with they're really good. They're really good, and the team success is right there as well. You know, they were they they were a a they went to the uh, Duke Regional, I think, lost in the, the second round to them to Duke, and then you know got progressively better each year. So for me, I, I don't I don't think that. Maybe it's just because it's women's basketball, and if that's that's if that's on me, that's on me. You know, I, maybe my inherent biases are just taking over here. But 
I just don't think that I think Hubbard's better. I think Hubbard is a a better freshman than Victoria Vivians was. Well, the the thing is the impact and from a national stage everybody not everybody but more people are going to know about Josh Hubbard than they would Victoria Vivians. Yeah. If you strictly broke down the numbers and you mm-hmm. talked about impact on a single program, mm-hmm. Victoria has a case. Yes. She does. If I you agree, just take, I agree, I agree. If you take away any biases and you, if you just look at the brass tacks and you just talk about how they impacted their program, mm-hmm. Tori has a, has a chance to be the best out okay. of those two. Okay. It is interesting, too. Those are the two leading scorers in Mississippi history. Mm-hmm. Like That's pretty crazy. Two people that did very similar things in high school. You know, Tori, I don't know if people remember her in high school – she was pulling up from half court. Dominant. She, she looked like Pete Maravich yeah. out there. I mean, yeah. and I'm not even exaggerating. She would take two steps in front of half court mm-hmm. and pull up and shoot a jump shot yeah. and nail it. Yeah. She did that in a, in a state championship game one year, I think her junior year, and I, I, my jaw was on the floor seeing what she was doing. Yeah. So she was must-watch mm-hmm. in high school. She was very similar to Josh Hubbard. People came to the basketball games just to see her play. You know, what's funny is she entered Mississippi State the same year as another highly touted true freshman, Malik Malik Newman. Newman. And obviously we all know what happened with Malik Newman. Yep. But, you know, Victoria Vivians was the one who stayed the course at Mississippi State and left a legend. So She goes to two national championships, wins the first SEC championship in school history. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was SEC tournament championship too, I believe. She was not on that team. She, oh, she was, that was the next yeah, year. That next was the next year. year. Yeah, okay. she went to. I thought they won back three. Back. Yeah, I think she went to three. Yeah, yeah, four four NCAA tournament. They lost South Carolina every year, yeah. and then th- they just happened the next year. South Carolina was down. Yeah, and S- state just happened to be the yeah. alpha dog. But. Second round, Sweet Sixteen, national championship game, national championship game. That's yep. her. That's her legacy at Mississippi yep. State. Pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, she's she's one of the all time greats. Yeah. No question. But I, I would give Hubbard the edge just because of the national notoriety yeah. that he's okay. he's going to gain. All right, so there we go. And uh, he's got a very good case of being the SEC Freshman of the Year. He does. And I don't know who the SEC Freshman of the I Year is. I can't remember. I'm trying to think back 2015, to that time. 2015-16, SEC Women's Basketball Freshman of the Year. I don't know if it would have been a South Carolina player because Asia Wilson was already... It was Asia Wilson. She was a freshman that year. Mm-hmm. Really, 2015, 2016. I thought she was a. I thought she was a year older than Victoria. Nope. Okay. Nope. Like she might have been a redshirt freshman. Is that possible? There's no way she redshirted. No. No. Okay. No. Didn't she win? No, she didn't win Player of the Year that year. Tiffany Mitchell was Player of the Year that year. Tiffany Mitchell, who's yeah. who, was her teammate, right? Yes, yeah, so they both played South Carolina. Correct. Yeah. So, all right. So that's my that's my women's basketball one. I try to do one for each sport. And the good news for me is I didn't have to go out too far because you know there used to be a time when true freshmen couldn't play, so I didn't have to worry right. about the. I didn't have you know. Basketball I don't have to worry about somebody coming like, what about yeah, nickel balls McCulvican? You know, I don't have to worry about that. Hundred and sixty pound offensive guard. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to worry about about that. So, <clears throat> and a player coach, and he fed the team. Yes. Also invented the. Uh, the shorthanded shovel. <laughs> so, <laughs> for football, I went with John Bond. 
Okay. I could not think of another true freshman that had made a massive impact. But Bond, as a freshman, led his team to a nine-win season, yeah. finished in the top 25, beat Alabama, beat Ole Miss, beat LSU, beat Auburn, beat Miami, uh, finished second in the SEC. Jeffrey Simmons was pretty good, but I don't but think he, he was he didn't, he didn't start. He wasn't, he wasn't near that kind yeah, of impact. I thought about that as like the five-star guys that you think would be instant <clears throat> impact. Him, Chris Jones, good as a freshman. but He's just okay. But we're talking about the starting quarterback. Yeah. I, I feel like Bond has got to be that guy. You know, yeah, the, when you look Was at there his, not a freshman team? No, he was playing regular. Did they have a freshman team in football? No, no, he was uh, he was a true freshman when he when he played at state. Yeah, so. I just wondered if they had a. I couldn't remember if they had like a freshman team like basketball did. I guess freshmen just played regular. They just played, yeah. So I mean, it, 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 he wouldn't have a freshman team in the eighties, anyways. You look at his stats and you're like, what? But it's just a different era of, of college football. I mean, he threw for eight hundred and forty nine yards. Yeah, in eleven games. <laughs> Five he was touchdowns. a lot with the offense they were running. Yeah, I know that. You know, and he rushed for 720 yards, another five touchdowns uh, that season. Um, and for his career, he only threw for 4,600 yards. I mean, Will Rogers did that two years ago. And it's crazy to think about what college football is versus what it, what it was. But as I mentioned, you know, his freshman year, and he was he was also a sensation, right? You know, he had they had the look. Some of his stories. If you could ever get, you ever get John Bond to tell you some stories. You get good stories. Did you hear the one he told the other day about? He texted into the show, Sports Talk Mississippi, talking about how he he got a, he had a, he went on a date with a with a Miss America. Okay, and I forget which one it was, but the one from Mississippi. I don't know. I don't remember. It may not have been. And he he went on a date with her. He said he thought it went really well. And then later that night, she called his hotel room, and a cheerleader answered. Oh boy, <laughs> that's excellent. that's an incredible. That story. is excellent. Love John Bond. So, Did, wasn't there another one where he was like, they were about to play? I think it was the Bama game, mm-hmm. and he was like, after this game, when we win, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on vacation or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. like he took like his car to the game or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly Everybody's the story, but like had yeah. his bags packed in the car. Yeah. I love John Bond for one reason and one reason only. He beat LSU, he beat LSU every four time times. he played 4-0. Love yep. that. So Bond is my freshman. Hubbard better, though. Hubbard better. Think so? I think so. I think, I think so. I think Hubbard is having a better freshman season than John Bond did. John Bond is a legend. But a lot of his legend is the off the field stuff. Yeah, on the field, I mean Hubbard's just better. Yeah, Hubbard is a better basketball player than John Bond was a football player. Well, I think. I mean, look at what Hubbard's doing right now. Like he's he's starting to become kind of must see TV. Yeah, he's had back to back thirty point games. Yeah, it, what happens if he goes to Auburn this week and has thirty points? And lights him up. Yeah, then he's probably getting close to locking up freshman of the year, yeah. even over Shepard and Dillingham. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that was my 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 football one. The baseball ones are all obvious. It's Mangum. Yeah. And this is where I think you're going to run into trouble. Because that freshman year was He un- led the SEC in hits. Godly. It was ungodly. He was the SEC hits king as yeah. a true freshman. Yes. 408? Um, is that right? 408. Freshman of the year. First team All-SEC. Freshman All-American. Second team All-American. Won, he won the, the uh, Ferris Trophy. Now, granted... Uh, they announced uh, yesterday, uh, or maybe two days ago now, 
that uh, the Hubbard is one of the finalists for the uh, the trophy. Which, by the way, and if you're which a, has got to be him. If now you're a U.S. Point, well, it, right? could be, it could be Morrell. It could be Morrell. It could be, but but Hubbard's having a. You know, they're going to give it to State because they're having the better they're season. The better season. Yeah. And I, I just want to say this, and if you're a USM fan listening, and you get mad. I'm sorry, but Tolu Smith deserves to be on that list more than Austin Crowley. So do they? Do they not allow the in the in the Gillum? Mm-hmm. They have allowed multiple players from the same team. They do. They do. No. It, so it, they, it, you you were supposed to send in your vote. Did you not get a vote? Yeah, I voted. Okay, so you vote for your three finalists. Yeah. So and people, it can be whoever it wants. But what, that's what I'm saying. Like, did people vote? People, Crowley, more Crowley people over, I guess because Tolu hasn't, and I, I get that criticism. But, but Tolu has been better in the games he's played than Crowley's been in the game he's he's played. And if Tolu had played in the non-conference, he'd probably be averaging two more points. And, and I two mean, more the numbers are still good. Yeah, like he, what he's averaging seventeen and nine a game. I don't. Understand. I, I was surprised. So I, I think Hubbard will win. But Morell is is a contender. It, you got a few more weeks too. If if Morell, let's say you know as we're recording, right? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday morning, right? If somehow they beat Alabama tonight, which I don't think they will, but if they do and they end up in the NCAA tournament, Morell could, could win that award. I think Hubbard wins, but the, the Morell's best chance, Morell's best chance was for Tolu to get in. Yeah, and you sort of split the because there is a bulldog vote to that. Yeah, the people who cover state are going to be naturally inclined to pick Hubbard over over. But if you had Hubbard and Tolu, I would have had to think. I probably would have voted for Hubbard, but it is what it is. Um. Mangum, first, and also talk about team success. You, you said, you know, you think about team success. That team was the SEC champions his freshman year. He played on an absolutely loaded team, but he set the table for them. Yeah. Like he was just on base and he got driven in. SEC and, championship. I mean, that freshman year was legendary mm-hmm. for Mangum. Sort of a similar story to Hubbard, too, in my IS player. Mm-hmm. Committed somewhere else, didn't sign. Hubbard actually signed with Ole Miss. Was committed to Alabama, but then uh, decommits and decides to play for Mississippi State. Well, I mean, talk about in terms of flips, maybe the biggest flip in Mississippi State history. Yeah. Um, I, I think the answer is I think Mangum is better than Hubbard. I do too. Hubbard, I, Hubbard has I had think, a good but season. Here's but, the problem: I think we're blinded by Mangum's career. Like well, having the, the the benefit of knowing what Mangum does after his freshman year might be playing with our vote a little bit. Well, if you even just cut it down to you put a microscope on what Mangum did that year, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think we are. I think he's yeah. I think he has you know because because Hubbard's not going to lead the SEC in scoring. No, he he is the leader in the SEC in batting average, mm-hmm. and did he have more hits too? Anybody else? They lead the SEC. I'm sure he did without looking. But go ahead. Go when you're thinking about the the talent in the SEC and you know kind of what they had that year, that's pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. And Hubbard's been great, but he's not going to be, you know, top five in scoring in the SEC. That that's the equivalent. Yeah. So I I would go Mangum on that list over. You want, you want over to laugh? Hubbard. What? Not only did he not lead the SEC in hitting in hits, he didn't lead Mississippi State in hits. Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe led the Mississippi That's State. That's right. I will give you – we're going – I'll pay for your dinner tonight if you tell me who led the SEC in hits in 2016. Uh, the second the guy place from guy. Texas A&M? Austin Boss. Oh, I'm glad you <laughs> – Did I miss it? 
He went to A&M. It's Boomer White. Ah, I knew it was one of those oh, guys. You were a lot closer than I thought. I thought you'd go with the guy who finished second. I knew it was a Texas A&M guy because I remember following the yeah, batting average. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, he hit yeah. 386 that year. Uh, I thought you'd go with the guy who went finished second. It was Duplantis. Oh, I forgot about Duplantis. Duplantis. Duplantis and Mangum were kind of back and forth there for a they little bit. They were. The, the, Mangum pulled the away. The top five is I mean, Boomer White, Antoine Duplantis, Jake Fraley. Remember him at LSU? Yep. Anthony Greer at Auburn. Great player. And then Nate Lowe was fifth in hits. He was two hits ahead of Mangum. That was a fun year. 2016 was a really yeah. fun year. God, that team was just loaded. I was looking at their stats last night. It just stupid. But you Brooker remember hit se- Britt Brooker hit seventh. Yeah, he was hit just kind of a role player. Yeah. Do you like but do you remember like early in that season it was they, they weren't very good. Mangum got off to like a hard yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the schedule. Remember they had that that was they, they had that back to back losses like Oral Roberts. Yeah, they were like and, six and four or something like that. I we remember were, like people we were, were like, It's time for Cohen to go. Yeah, p- people were saying we missed the boat. We should have we should have just fired yeah. and Cohen then, and hired Butch Thompson. They, they got hot in yeah. conference play and they just stayed hot. They 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 didn't lose a series that year, if I'm correct. They and lost to AM. They that's right, they got swept by AM. Super Bulldog weekend. That's right, that's right. That's the only series they lost. And they and beat they beat Florida on the road, LSU, LSU on the road, road. Oh, they Bandy on the road, two or three from Ole Miss. Yeah, and the other thing is they that year they uh, they swept the last three series. Yes, it was Auburn, Alabama, and Arkansas, and not in that order. It was Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn. Ar- I, that could be wrong too. They didn't sweep Alabama. They won eight out of nine the last. Is they that they swept Missouri. I believe you might be right. They had like four series against the worst teams in the league, and yes, that and they, hard to they believe should that have beat Alabama. Arkansas was the worst team in the league that year. Yeah, it was the worst team in the West anyway. State and Arkansas both like flip flopped pretty yeah. much. They had the fifteen year where State was really bad, then they then they were really good in sixteen. Arkansas went from good to bad to good. What a weird team. So yeah, let's let, let, just and they and, you got it, me wanting to do it right. I so remember it. they played Bama in a doubleheader. Yes, it was like a seven inning doubleheader, yes. and it was so frustrating. They lost that first one. Yeah, because they could have easily won it, and they so they lost it. That that team started off one and two. They lost the opening game, FAU to FAU, and they lost two to FAU that weekend. Uh that game was postponed. They come back. They they roll off some wins. They go to the uh, Dodger Stadium Classic. They split with UCLA and USC. And tied Oklahoma. They yeah, had a that tie was so that stupid. year. I forgot about that because of the time limit. Right. Then they brought Oregon, who was number ten, number eight in the country, to Starkville and swept them. And we're like, okay, that was the game. Remember, I, like I had to ask Becky to bring my snuff to me. Yes. <laughs> the game, the, the Sunday game, was at ten thirty a.m. Yes. I remember, like, we're not going to church. We're going to, we're yeah. going to baseball. But then, yeah, they lost back to back games in the mid. So they win that series. You know, they sweep Oregon, number ten, t- number eight yeah. in the country, and then they followed up with. Losses in Starkville to Eastern Kentucky and Oral Roberts. And you're like, okay, back to back. never mind. And then they go to number two Vanderbilt and take two out of three. And they were just kind of off from there. There's that crazy Saturday Georgia game. Remember 11 to 8? That was like six and a half hours or whatever the it was. the press box was about to burn to the ground. Oh, yeah, he, you it. saved everybody's life. Uh, they take two it was, out of three the, the game was so long that the Sterners had burned all the – yeah. evaporated all the water. Yeah. And it was burning through. I remember, it's like, what like, is that? You smell that? And Robbie yeah. had to go play hero. It was on fire. Yeah, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, it took two out of three from Florida after dropping the first game. Florida was number one in the nation. Then there's like you mentioned, there's the. Not only did they get swept by Texas A&M, they gave up ten runs in every game. Yeah, 
That's crazy. Then they go down to LSU, and at this point, Ethan I remember, Small got shielded. Remember, they, remember they go down to LSU, and we're all like, "Okay, it's about to start falling apart here." And then they took two out of three from LSU. Nate Lowe hit a grand slam that first game yes, early, yes, and that kind of set the tone. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're right. They lost. They lost out. You're right. It was Missouri. They they sweep Missouri. They sweep at Auburn, and then they sweep Arkansas to finish out the year. Yeah. Man, that, I will never forget that day. The last game of the season when we're, the crowd we're went keeping nuts. up with Ole Miss and A and M, yeah, and State was actually I think losing that that game, and then State took the lead, uh-huh. and it was announced that, that Ole Miss, Ole Miss won. won, and the place went nuts. Yes, and then the Clarion Ledger put out that great headline that they put. Oh out. yeah, I forgot about that. The old headline. Thanks, Rebels. I forgot about the old headline there. So so let's let's do the ad break here, and then we'll we'll make our final decision. Okay, uh, and that's let's move into the uh, the rest of the show. Or the final part of the show here. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill this weekend, if you're going to take advantage of this early spring we're having, make sure you're throwing some beef on the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Nobody has ever been mad when you told them you were cooking steaks. It's just, it has literally never happened in the history of humanity. I went back and looked. Went back and checked. I did the research on that, and uh, I am correct. Yes. And uh, if you want to try to disprove me, we'll do your own research. I did mine, and I'm right. So this weekend, fire up the grill with beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends of the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. If you're going to make a trip to Starkville for baseball, for basketball, just any time, Make sure you're making a trip to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. You won't regret that decision. Not one bit. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food there in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing it now for 49 years. 49 years staying in business means when one thing is true, you it's a thing that is true. You can, uh, you can trust them to take care of you after the sale. Anybody can sell you something. The businesses that last are the ones that take care of their customers after the sale. And when you're a Mississippi company and you don't want to deal with a 45-minute wait on hold, you don't want to have to talk to an, an out-of-state person who can be there in a week to 10 days, if you'd rather just have your problem solved the day of or maybe one day later at most, that's what Advantage Business Systems is able to do for you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. If you're going to be in Starkville, you need to make a trip to Maroon & Co. For whatever sporting event you're going to. If you're going to Davis Wade Stadium, if you're going to The Hump, if you're going to Duty Noble, News Park, A.J. Pitts Tennis Center, the uh, what is what is the track facility called? Um, I forget. Pitts? No, that's, uh, no, that's tennis. What is Mississippi State's track facility? I don't know. Track facility. It is. <laughs> that can't be right. Hold on. It just says Mississippi State Track Facility. I think it might be. No way. Seriously? The Mike Sanders tri- Track Complex. There we go. There it is. We got it. Wherever you're going, if you need to be wearing maroon and white, you need to make a trip to Maroon & Co. They have an incredible selection, stuff you cannot get anywhere else. Hats, shirts, pullovers, t-shirts, they've got it all. 
And, of course, custom cowbells from the Bellsmith and the exclusive provider for Bulldog Initiative logo wear. If you want to dress like the coaches are dressing, you need to make a trip to Maroon & Co. Do we need to let this, before we make this decision, do we need to let this season play out? Because what if Hubbard has a couple of game-winning shots and gets State into the Sweet 16? Would that elevate him over Mangum? Mm, maybe. You know, what, I mean, but, what if he has a, you know, I mean, as it stands, I would give the nod to I, Jake. I agree. As we sit here today, I give the nod to Jake. I want to see what the SEC scores looks like. Like, where is Hubbard on that? So... So right. Yeah, he's averaging like fifteen something. So is he even in the he's top tenth. Okay, I was about he's, to say he's, he's probably to, right on the. He's, he's raised it a point these last couple of games, right? Yeah. So he he has no. Ch- I don't think he has any chance of getting you know ahead of of Sears and Connect. They're both averaging twenty a game. Where is he on three pointers? Three point made. I mean, in he's, in context to this, like he would have to be up there with them to being compared to what Jake Mangum did with his peers. Right. As far Can as I hitting is concerned. Get this done by... Oh, hold on. Three points. Hubbard is the leading three-point shooter in the car. He's made more than anybody. He's made 11 more than the next closest guy. The question, I guess, would be, is he... I mean, a better question, is he the best freshman ever in Mississippi State basketball? Yes. I'm willing to go there. Now... Uh, we had a text earlier that said somebody went with Jeff Malone. I need to. Look, I guess I need to look at Jeff Richard Malone. Williams. Richard Williams. Yeah, yeah. I should. Or he just said say. the best since Jeff Malone. I guess he would still be saying Jeff Malone was better. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Jeff Malone is. Let me see if I can find his college stats. So Jeff Malone states all time leading scorer, isn't he? Yeah. In Malone's freshman year, he only averaged twelve a game, and obviously no three pointers back then. Yeah. So. So it's hard so, to distinguish. Now, by the time he was a, a senior, you're talking about a guy averaging 27 a game. Yeah. I don't know that Hubbard's going to get to that point. Goodness gracious, Jeff Malone. What a player. Played on terrible teams. Dude. Yep. Um, Hubbard, I would say this. If Hubbard, you know, State has four regular season games left. They have the SEC tournament, and they have the NCAA tournament. It's possible for Hubbard to do things in that span that would make me say he was a better true freshman than Jake Mangum. I mean, if he goes, if he out, accomplishes more. If like, State can win two of their final three, go to the SEC tournament, win a couple games there, and he's just he's getting twenty points per game. Goes to the NCAA tournament to get to the Sweet Sixteen. I might be willing to say, yeah. But right now, I agree with you. I think it's Mangum. It's I would go of the four we listed. I would go Mangum, Hubbard, Vivian's Bond. I think the the big thing is Josh Hubbard is going to really elevate Mississippi State's national stock. Agreed. Because people love to see players like that. Well, and then from a recruiting perspective, you know, because he'll be back next year. Yeah. That's a guy that people will want to play with. Yeah. Like the transfer portal, you're going to see, especially like a point guard, a true point guard, is going to be like, I want to play with that guy because he's going to make me look good. So, yeah. um, Go ahead. So, I think that um, the key here for Mississippi State is surrounding him with some more. More talent. Talent. Yeah, we got some more Tolu. offensive players. Got to replace Tolu. But I mean, like, and then the, a couple of, like guards. You need some yeah. other guys that can take a little pressure off of him. Yeah, I agree. Like, how many times have we seen a team that's got a, a guy like that? Yeah, that they just don't really have anybody else around them. It happens. Like, it happens a lot. You know, there's so. been a lot of teams out there that have had some generational type scores that mm. were mediocre teams. Yeah, 
Mississippi State needs to have still have a like good Miss solid with like Stephon Moody, Stephon and Moody, like, and like, what do they do? Nothing. You know, Marshall Henderson. They won the SEC tournament, tournament but yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, I, Pete Maravich. The, those LSU teams weren't great. They weren't great. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, had a guy averaging forty a game, and they weren't great teams. So you know, I, I think that's the key this offseason. The state's yeah. got to go out there and get a couple of shooters and a, obviously a playmaking center. Yeah, which and, I think they will. Yeah. So you what you know what I'm really excited about? The tweets telling us the obvious guy that we missed. You know, you know we missed somebody. Well, Jake is unquestionably the best freshman in baseball, right? Um, I, I mean, you actually, you know, you no could make a what, case. Like Clark and Palmer. Actually, I, actually, I might change Victoria to Latoya. Latoya's Ooh, freshman year, I think see. she averaged twenty points a game. Let me see. So what you got here. She was a freshman and maybe maybe a first team All American or second team All American. Oh please, oh please, college stats. So I mean, Victoria Ooh. probably Victoria probably more from a impact on the program. Yeah, but Latoya is from a sheer number standpoint. Twenty one a game. Yeah, and eight rebounds. Yeah, you're right. Change it up. You know, overall, you know, that national team didn't make the. Uh... No, they. She, I mean, she helped get them to the postseason after did that. Did they get the NCAA tournament? Uh, I know they did the next year, I'm pretty sure. They were 24. Hold on. They were 24 and 8 and didn't make. There's no way. Oh, yeah. They, they were t- 12th. Yeah, they made, Yeah, they did. Did I not? What year? I, her freshman year? Hold on. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right thing here. 1999-2000. They didn't go to four straight, did they? That's not right. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Right, now you got me curious. But yeah, I totally forgot about Toya. I mean, she I mean, might be from a, have our butts. Well, you know. From okay, her, okay, so 2000, 2001, they weren't good. They went seventeen and fourteen. Oh two, they were nineteen and twelve. They probably didn't make the tournament that year, but then they made it her final year. I remember that. So, I think they did make it. But anyway, I mean. From a number standpoint, she's had, she had a better freshman year than Hubbard. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's just that the nobody was watching. Yeah, watching no, you're what she was doing. Correct. Yeah, and she was. Latoya was. God, her stats are stupid. untouchable. I mean, her, I don't, her stats are just. Dumb. I don't know if anybody will ever do what she did at Mississippi State, as far as the women. Twenty four points per game, nine rebounds per game, uh, shot fifty six percent from the field. Walking double double could yeah. hit from anywhere inside fifteen yeah. feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was incredible. Yeah, pretty pretty cool, pretty good. So she, that's that's probably the women's. Yeah, I agree. We we we'll had see. a little bit of recency bias and we forgot about. Yeah, you're right. That, you're but, absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah, she was incredible. I I still think I'm going to go Mangum, but she's making a push for it. Yeah, because she had a, an incredible freshman year, and I, like I said, I think she was an All American. Surely, yeah, I mean, averaging twenty one a game, which I think Jake might have been an All American too. He was, he was, yeah. So, so I, I still would go with Jake. I think, yeah. All right. Again, well, somebody will say, "How'd you forget about?" It? Well, we'll also get one that's like, "How'd you forget about?" It? And it'll be somebody completely that doesn't insecure. need to be yeah. on the list. Yeah, we'll get like David Fair. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great uh, Thursday. Robbie and I back with you on Friday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.